Thank you for joining us today to discuss wisdom in the workplace, a conversation with TurtleWise COO Kevin Freund. My name is Alan Murdoch, and I'll be your host today. On our podcast, I'll be talking with Kevin Freund, COO of TurtleWise. After spending the first leg of his career in finance, Kevin joined TurtleWise to pursue two areas where his passions collided, mentorship and entrepreneurship. He's experienced the benefits of mentorship on both sides of the equation, having had multiple mentors guide him through his life and his own experience as a mentor, going on five years of mentoring a young man through Big Brother, Big Sister. In today's podcast, we'll discuss how effective wisdom sharing in the workplace can significantly contribute to building and sustaining high-performance teams. Wisdom sharing plays a critical role in individual, team, and organizational development. Finally, we'll discuss the differences between the traditional workplace mentoring program and the wisdom sharing as defined by TurtleWise. Kevin, let me start off with a basic question. Why do organizations need to focus on knowledge transfer, or as you call it, wisdom sharing? Thanks, Alan. Appreciate this opportunity. In order to thrive now and far into the future, um, organizations have to be able to rapidly create innovative solutions for the challenges they face. So before diving into the specifics of why organizations need to focus on wisdom sharing, let's touch on a few things that I think they need to sort of build into their culture in order to be innovative. First off, uh, they need to be able to synthesize and build upon past learnings and lessons. Um, so learn from mistakes and decisions they've made in the past. Uh, and second, they need to be able to collaborate and um, engage across the organization in real time. By doing this, they mobilize and leverage their human capital, which is their greatest asset. And then lastly, I think they need to be able to broaden possible decision and solution sets. Um, this uh, this requires lateral thinking and a culture that promotes new ideas. And in doing these things, organizations can develop a more effective and um, sustainable method of problem solving that will lead to better outcomes and ultimately uh, will lead to a competitive advantage. I get boiling it down to three simple steps and clarifying the path. But let's say I'm in a very complex position. I'm a C-suite manager, a human resources professional, a talent manager, or another organizational leader, and I already have my own bulleted list of objectives. Why can't I leverage these through a more traditional mentoring program? Well, uh, you know, recognizing the challenge is definitely a good first step. And frankly, several groups we've worked with or have pitched have had a hard time grasping the importance of these concepts. And thankfully, there are others who do get it. But... The next step is determining how best to facilitate these three imperatives that I mentioned. And your question, Alan, <clears throat> the conventional paradigm says to reach for a traditional mentoring program. It's interesting. We found that even the term mentoring has become kind of a loaded buzzword in recent years. We all know that when it's done well, mentorship can be really useful and overall net positive. But... It's often done poorly, which leaves participants on both sides of the equation less than fulfilled. Also, traditional mentorship programs aren't really designed to maximize the growth and development and, um, and wisdom of everyone involved. These programs 
you know, due to their fixed one-to-one design, fail to leverage the wisdom of the group in a dedicated and crowd crowdsourced manner. And speaking of design, you know, <clears throat> the rigidity of these programs limits their effectiveness. Uh, the most effective way to leverage the wisdom of the group is organically and in real time with ease. So frictionless exchanges have to be a key design feature. And a lot of mentoring programs, commitment of the people involved and the measures of success are often fuzzy and weak. For example, many of these programs claim victory merely when a match is made. You know, off they go to build a mentor-mentee relationship with uh, very little direction or guidance. And this is especially relevant for me because I'm in the middle of that process right now as, as a mentor in a program. Um, anyway, these, these matches are typically forced and use only a handful of characteristics, if any, to determine a good fit. Um, and then there are barriers that exist in, you know, an office environment that limit these exchanges to inflexible monthly meetings and um, ultimately end up leading to a just a rushed question and answer session. And this in turn breeds a sort of one-way exchange and subsequently doesn't maximize the wisdom sharing opportunities. Uh, so not to pile on too much more, but um, even even other programs don't don't get off the ground due to a lack of leadership commitment or or because of an ineffective or non-empowered program manager. And these these are unfortunate outcomes to say the least. So to summarize all that, the concept of wisdom sharing or knowledge transfer often shows up as an ineffective mentoring program that fails to unlock the power of the group. Um, true wisdom sharing goes beyond the construct of a bi-directional one-to-one um, structured Q&A experience. It is instead an omnidirectional one-to-many um, options analysis that starts with a question. Kevin, you talked a lot about the pitfalls that we see in more traditional mentoring programs, and I've, I've experienced some of those myself. You ended by talking a little bit about the concept of wisdom and wisdom sharing. Can you share more about that, specifically from a turtle-wise context? What does wisdom sharing mean within this framework? Absolutely. So our wisdom sharing concept at TurtleWise focuses on developing mentor and mentee skills and uh, facilitating practice and eventual mastery of several life hacks, such as uh, the ability to synthesize information and how to ask meaningful questions and effective collaboration and uh, helping others through the recognition and use of one's own agency. I know that's kind of a mouthful, so let's start with the basics. Um, one definition we like to use as a foundation for everything we do at TurtleWise is <clears throat> wisdom sharing is the transfer of life experiences and expertise from one individual to another with the intention to A, improve the recipient's decision-making capability, and B, allow the wisdom provider the opportunity to experience the joy of giving and seeing others thrive. And then 
um, add-on effects include the ability to facilitate better, you know, individual outcome and organizational outcomes, and uh, improve participant engagement and satisfaction. So, with this wisdom sharing approach, individuals on both sides succeed. You know, those seeking wisdom and those providing wisdom. Um, this could be, you know, a manager, an entry-level employee, peer-to-peer, uh, -peer, or uh, inter any interdepartmental connection. And it brings everyone in the organization closer, which is important since many organiza organizations, uh, especially larger ones, naturally become siloed. And then the end result is participants gain more intrinsic value in their work. And what follows from that is their interactions and their relationship to the organization improves. And then the organizational climate as a whole uh, improves as well. <clears throat> Ultimately, you know, this leads to attracting better talent and happier employees and, uh, you know, reduced cost of training and turnover. These cultural elements are frequently pursued to drive success. Um, you know, in, in fact, a, a large contributor to the sex success of companies like Microsoft and Google and, you know, you name it, Facebook, um, has been an effective wisdom sharing culture. Um, so they might not explicitly call it that, but that's, that's basically what it is. And, you know, of course, we don't see, we don't just see this at large companies. Um, startups, startup culture is built around the same kind of need um, to iterate and then learn quickly from experiences and to convert learning to wise decision making and to hard code, you know, the ability to leverage inputs in order to develop market solutions. Um, in a nutshell, wisdom sharing leverages everyone's knowledge, experiences, and critical thinking to supercharge decision-making capabilities uh, from both an individual and organizational standpoint. That makes a lot of sense. It seems like the program balances logic and intuition in a, in a new way. And as you're talking about this approach to wisdom sharing, it, it seems to me that part of what you're trying to foster is an organization that encourages a culture of learning. Is that a good frame? Turtlewise, we focus on making a subtle but powerful shift from uh, an isolated, go-it-alone, short-term focused organization to a connected, sharing, long-term focused organization. So the first can uh, can often come from a hierarchical culture where information, critical thinking, empowerment is concentrated at the top of the organization. And in a culture like this, individual efforts are rewarded, but there are often internal politics involved. And with the wisdom sharing culture, uh, a different mindset wins out. <clears throat> One that's focused on gathering and synthesizing information in order to have a broader set of viable options. So this, this culture is, is rooted in the belief that everyone has something to share and also something to learn. And this means that any employee can share an insight or question 
which contributes to a better individual and or group outcome. I like that. Do you have some other scenario-based examples? There are many. So to start, think of a think of an organization that just downsized. Um, the employees now have to quickly and effectively learn how to perform the same or more work with fewer fewer uh, employees and um, and fewer of their colleagues around. So the solution for this, in part, requires a focus on people and and process and technology. Um, an organization that can collaborate and innovate and um, learn in this environment of uh, sort of upheaval will be able to su- succeed in both short-term and long-term. And wisdom sharing in this instance is critical to leverage organizational curiosity and knowledge to stabilize and, and then thrive. Um, another example, um, say an organization that has a talent development program, which is common these days, and they're realizing that there's a gap between existing leaders and their successors, you know, the next generation. They also realize that wisdom or institutional knowledge isn't documented well, but instead is captured in the minds of those who've who've been through it. Along with developmental programs and on-the-job training, it would be beneficial to foster meaningful exchanges between these two groups in an easy, confidential, and personal manner. I could go on. There are a lot of examples, but, um, but yeah, the use cases are, are limitless. Thank you for those examples. In your mind, does the TurtleWise method represent an evolution in the way people seek knowledge and wisdom? It's a great question. Um, interestingly, this method of passing on wisdom has existed for long time, uh, likely as long as humans have been around. So the fundamental method hasn't really changed, but its importance in today's society has because, you know, the world is changing rapidly. There's more information and knowledge available than ever before, but we also live in a world of extremes. Either there's too much irrelevant and distracting information or we narrow down our channels and our worldview so we're in an echo chamber where we get information that only supports our existing beliefs. And neither of these scenarios are ideal and both end up kind of hindering real wisdom sharing. Another way to look at it, and I can't really claim credit for this idea, but technology is changing the world from an industrial age to a knowledge age. So technical skills that can easily be taught to new employees through training are less relevant than intangible skills and wisdom that are learned over time and can best be passed on by leveraging a motivated network of individuals with shared interests. Given that need to develop a motivated network, I suppose there's a transition phase as businesses onboard this approach to wisdom sharing. Yeah, you're right. Um, Adapting to this new situation It usually requires a new way of thinking and engaging. And when businesses adopt uh, the TurtleWise wisdom sharing platform, we lead them through the why of wisdom sharing. So the fundamentals of formulating a question and sharing wisdom and engaging further through 
chats and even the establishment of a personal board of advisors relationship. And we also help the organization set and track outcomes. Um, we do this to jumpstart the process and to leverage effective onboarding and uh, engagement retention strategies that we know work. This is not, however, meant to be a process that is completely outsourced to TurtleWise. Um, organizational leadership is critical to the success of it. Well, it sounds like a comprehensive service package, but I do understand what you're saying about organizational commitment to culture shift. But for those uh, listeners who want to dig into more detail about the TurtleWise methodology, what more can you share? So to better understand this, I'll kind of lay out a comparison of our model versus the conventional method. The conventional method being the one-to-one mentorship model, which most people are familiar with. So with the conventional method, um, first, you know, mentee and mentor matched by a third party. Uh, the pair uh, attempts to develop rapport over time. And if that happens, uh, which it doesn't always, but if it does, men- the mentee then seeks advice on each challenge he or she has. And then the mentor must then have relevant expert experience or topical knowledge in, in order to provide relevant wisdom. Um, and then lastly, leadership uh, hopes that the interest and expertise between the two aligns for each individual challenge that the mentee then faces. And this is highly unlikely. Um, so to contrast that, the turtle-wise wisdom sharing method <clears throat> is based on how humans naturally interact. Uh, authentic learning and self-growth require taking initiative and uh, active versus passive learning and being vulnerable, which forces us to get out of our comfort zone. And we see this not as a feature of, but uh, essential to gaining wisdom and self-growth. And we describe the path from question to insight as a journey. Um, So first off, the explorer, the wisdom seeker, has a challenge and asks a question. And then they describe the characteristics of their ideal advisor. Turtlewise then matches the question to gurus who best fit those characteristics. And then the explorer gets multiple responses with different perspectives. And lastly, they, uh, the explorer wisdom seeker synthesizes and applies the results. Um, and then the process is repeated a new challenge leads to new gurus providing new options to meet this uh, new challenge. So TurtleWise has taken principles that have been around for generations, uh, combined with insights from talking to business leaders and then integrated them into an intuitive and easy-to-use platform. So going back to how this functions in an organizational setting, what are the benefits for each of the groups that use this platform? Great question. We see three different user groups. Um, uh, we'll just call them advice seeker, advice giver, and then the organization that kind of brings everyone together. So for the advice seeker, it's user-driven. They get customized and credible advice, and the process of coming up with a question is useful in itself. Um, for the advice giver, they can advise on topics that they have interest and expertise in, and <clears throat> They can quickly and easily give advice. And for many people interested, 
in mentoring, the biggest barrier is lack of time. So this is important. Um, and for the organization, there's, there's no manual matching process and subsequent complaints from the users. Uh, the insights drive organizational learnings and future development. And it's an opportunity to try something different um, that is uh, uh, more user-driven and hands-off. And this process leads to a more nimble, inclusive, and successful and resilient organization. And for all of these groups, you know, the, the huge benefit is there's no fixed, random match process. Users aren't going to get paired with someone they don't get along with or that will exceed their wisdom base. What is the next step for people and businesses interested in the TurtleWise approach to wisdom sharing? Thanks for asking. We invite everyone to start with a conversation. Visit us online. Click the link on our homepage to start a conversation. You'll access my calendar and you can pick a time for us to talk. I'd love 30 minutes of your time to hear more about your business and how you implement mentoring and a learning culture. And for the audience, can I have you say the website where they can access TurtleWise? It's www.turtlewise.net. Thank you, Kevin. That's turtlewise.net. I know I'll head over there later to learn more about TurtleWise. To our audience, thank you for joining us today. Check back for future podcasts, and we look forward to streaming into your computers or downloading to your phone again soon. Have a wonderful day.